Hey all, this is the Flip Flop Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Thrapp, an entrepreneur who turned my love of travel into a career. Travel is not just a hobby, it's a way of life. Making it happen can be tough. I'm here to offer practical advice to make travel more achievable. This isn't just about my journey, it's about inspiring you to pursue adventure and explore the world on your terms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Experience. I'm your co-host, Marla Watson, here with the lovely adventurous herself, Leah Thrapp. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, tell us who's joining us, Leah. We have the lovely Dr. Stacy Benson with Paradigm Family Health here. She's one of my friends and mom travel buddies that we talk about travel and traveling with kids. So I'm excited to have her here today. You are a doctor. So they tell me. My student loans prove I am, though. Yes. Your student loans <laughs> prove you are. I kind of imagine those are fun. Wear those as a badge of honor, right? Mm-hmm. It's our mini mansion on a piece of paper. Oh. Yes. Well, how did you two meet? <laughs> we met through a mutual friend years ago, and we just hit it off and kept in touch ever mm-hmm. since. Her high school friend was my college friend. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you have to pack a lot for trips, and I know that that's one of the things Leah wanted to talk to you about, so... Leah, what's going on? Yes, I thought this would be a super fun thing to talk about. I get a lot of questions about my packing skills and my minimalist packing, but I can tell you that one thing I'm not minimalist about is my drugstore bag. My husband says I pack a CVS in my suitcase. So legitimately, half of one of those tiny bags that you guys see me traveling with is like drugs, and I'm prepared. And I'm sometimes less prepared and more prepared depending on where I'm going. Like if they have like a CVS or a Walmart, then I'm like a little more chill. But, you know, if you're going to like an island off of the island of Fiji, then I feel the need to be extra prepared for anything that could happen. And so I have a medicine bag and I know that Dr. Benson, as a doctor, travels with her children and I know she must pack a medicine bag. So I thought, what a fun topic to compare notes. Let's talk about what she brings and what I bring and maybe we can learn something from each other and you all can learn from our experiences as well. And we've been talking about doing this for like three years now. Yes, like three babies ago, I yeah. think, between the two of us. Yeah, <laughs> along uh, many, many kids ago, yes. yes. Um, so I am so excited about this, and I'm sure our bag is going to be very similar, yet very different all at the same time. Yes, it should be interesting. And you know, it's funny, as Leah told me to take a few things on our trip to Italy, and because of her medical advice, it really did save me. We'll come back to that. Yes, but, uh, true. What's in your bags, ladies? You want to go first? Oh, I'll go first. Okay. So I actually brought my physical bags with me today. Dr. Stacy is prepared. Ooh, I love the, hear the rustling. <laughs> I am a mother to four children. Wow. I have a one-year-old, a two and a half. Oh, he'll be three on Sunday. No. So a one-year-old, a three-year-old, a four and a half-year-old, and a seven and a half-year-old. So I have to be prepared because I don't have, forget if there is a Walgreens nearby, mm-hmm. I have then have to get to the Walgreens, which True. also makes a large effort. So when I pack for a trip, I try to make sure I can at least take care of the kid and myself for a day or two so we can have the luxury of time to get what we need. And I do agree, depending on where you go, is going to mm-hmm. completely change what's in this bag. But there's a lot of staples that are in here. Yeah. That Definitely. we can start with. But can <laughs> I say real quick, that is the most chic medical bag Why, I've ever thank seen. thank you. I know. That's better than my giant Ziploc bag. I would highly recommend it. It was free with the purchase of Band-Aids at Target. Oh. So okay. they do this. Whenever they do it, normally like back to school time, I normally try and go buy one so that I update a bag and I have another bag to just... Yes. But somewhere, because it is a nice, obvious medical bag with nice zippers and pockets everywhere. Yeah, and we were talking about that um, both of us kind of leave one packed. I had to really think about what was in the bag because I don't always actually look at it. I just kind of put all the stuff in there. And when it's time to go, I just throw the bag, with the exception of things that you used up, like 
band-aids or prescription medicine, but the basic stuff I will just kind of leave in my bag and throw it in my suitcase without always thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to just keep it ready to go because this is a lot of brain power if you have to do this every single time you go on a trip. Mm-hmm. And it is a lot of brain power, but at the same time, I kind of think through the seasonality for what we're doing, mm-hmm. where we're going, who's going with, right? If the we're going on a swimming trip, that's going to be way different in terms of precautions I'm going to take for like a swimmer's ear, that right. otitis externa is our fancy name for that. <laughs> that's going to be a little different than if we're going on a skiing trip or if we're going on a hiking trip where I need a lot more wound care supplies. True. So I've even gone to the point of if we've gone camping, packing my own stitching material and wound cleaning gear. Um, Note to self, if I'm going on a big adventure, just invite Dr. Just Stacey. invite me, <laughs> yes. Um, and I will bring a nice good kit. So we don't need to go find the emergency room. True. I will take care of it all. And we should also add I'm a family medicine doctor. So to right. me, this is like the normal stuff. If you came into my clinic, what I'm going to recommend you take. So some of the big things, you'll see I have little um, vitamin storage here. You might be able to hear them rustling a little bit. Where I make sure I take my vitamins just to help keep my immune system up. I also, because we live in Texas, and those who do not live in Texas or in the Dallas area don't know, we have horrible allergies, which Mm -hmm. tend to extend outside of this great, lovely area. So I also am always taking a Zyrtec with me. I'm always taking Advil because I told you I have four children, so I often partake in other interests at night. So when that hangover (laughs) happens, I need my Advil in the morning so I can continue to be mom to four kids. And then my most important trick for people when you're traveling because your food habits change is this little red and white pill, stool softener. Oh, Mm. that's a great idea. Always. You will never, you might find the rest of this forgotten. I will never forget my stool softener because constipation just ruins any trip. Right, girls? Like that is not fun. So those are my super basics to start. Um, The next things that I'll put into my bag, again, it kind of depends where I'm going for these, but I carry, you actually can't find this on the market anymore. I should tell you how old it is, but you can get it compounded. The older moms out there will know it's called antipyrene benzocaine. It's a numbing eardrop. So if oh. a kid's complaining of ear pain, it'll I actually need that, but ears. it's ancient. Yes, it came off the market in like, I think, 2015. Mm-hmm. But you I can still that. get it compounded. So it exists out there. But this is the perfect thing for if your kid wakes up in the middle of the night with screaming at their ear hurts, you can't get to the doctor. This My, will help give you that coverage until you can get to the doctor okay. where you can go back to sleep. I'm going to need a prescription for that or mm-hmm. go to the compound pharmacy because my nine-year-old still does that all the time. Mm-hmm. He's done it his whole life where he's literally fine. And I will take him to the pediatrician. Last time we did it, on the way to the airport, I stopped at the pediatrician <laughs> and said, look at his ears. Because if he gets like a sniffle, he gets an ear infection. And so she looks in his ears and she's like, they're completely clear. Mm-hmm. They're completely fine. And I'm like, okay. So we get on the plane, fly for two days to Kenya, mm-hmm. get to Kenya, wake up on New Year's Eve in Kenya, crying with an ear infection. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why does this happen? This is so insane. He was fine, like mm-hmm. on the way to the airport. So we Gosh. do what's called third spacing with our fluids whenever okay. we change elevations, because even though the plane is pressurizing, it doesn't typically pressurize until 8,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. So that's a big change in elevation for most people outside of those that live in you know, the mountains. So you're going to have that fluid pushed to the sides. That's mm-hmm. why your fingers feel swollen, your ankles feel swollen when you're on the plane, and your fluid in your ear shift out. Oh my gosh. So it sounds like 
he probably also has a little bit of just anatomy eustachian tube dysfunction where Mm -hmm. he's not getting good flow of the fluid from the inner ear to the back um, behind the sinuses, which is fine, except when he's flying, where you're just pushing it to the edge and it can't come back out. So is there something you can do like before you get on the plane to prevent that? So there are a few products out there. I actually have a family that was just in France for the summer who we tried this new product to help prevent that. Mm -hmm. And she's coming in next week, so I can give you an update later. But she did not call me. She did not call me from France to say I have a ruptured eardrum, Uh which speaking of stories, this is why having a fabulous doctor that can walk you through which of these meds to use and when is so important when you travel internationally a lot. I am fascinated. You are teaching us so much. And you said something a minute ago, and even though my cousin's a master pharmacist, what is compound oh, for our audience? Oh, good question. So it is actually probably more of a traditional pharmacy mm-hmm. in the sense of the history of pharmacy. It is where a pharmacist actually makes the medication in-house okay. versus now, quote unquote, a traditional pharmacy today would be like your CVS, your Walgreens, your Rite Aid, right? And they're just dispensing. And they're dispensing mm-hmm. it. And then it's been a pharmaceutical company that has a manufacturing plant elsewhere that's making the medication okay. versus these compounding pharmacies can create the medication. So it's really nice if you're trying to, for example, change the percentage of a steroid in a medication or in a topical cream with the lidocaine, adding that in for somebody with the burn, for instance, mm-hmm. right? So you can get a little more specific and um, individualized for the patient. I know a lot of times people okay. have to use a compounding pharmacy for really special diaper creams mm-hmm. too with babies that have really sensitive skin or irritations, but you can go to the pharmacy and have A compounding Mm -hmm. pharmacy make you just the right thing. Mm -hmm. And they exist all over the country. They are truly your old-fashioned pharmacist. That's what pharmacists used to do, right, was make your medication for you. There wasn't a manufacturing plant in Puerto Rico that created your amoxicillin and sent it back over to the mainland for you, right? Okay, this is fascinating. As sick as I have been, learning about a compound pharmacy is very important to me because I just realized that maybe, you know, there's inconsistencies in my drugs. Mm-hmm. There really are. Some of them have gluten in them. Some of them have, for example, polyethylene glycol that might be in it, which is one of the things that we think was causing the anaphylaxis in some of our Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, mm-hmm. right? Which is a common product. Do not get me wrong. It's in lots of things. But if you know you have these allergies, it's important to be able to pull them out of it. Completely other podcast here, but your what's on the market can be 10% plus or minus what it's advertised as. So if I take my prescription to a compound pharmacy, mm-hmm. the chances are that I'm going to get a better quality. product. A higher quality product most of the time, yes. Not every compounding pharmacy can make every medication out there. I really like working with compounding pharmacies for certain things. I still, my amoxicillin is going to come from your typical pharmacy. Do not that get I, me that wrong. That I get. Right? But um, I have lots of things I do like to get from them. I am not a pharmacist just the same way a pharmacist is not a doctor. Correct. That yes. compounding pharmacy physician relationship is what I would have likened medicine probably was 200 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Where you really work together as a team to find solutions for the patient. When somebody has a problem, then they can call and say, hey, my ear hurts or mm-hmm. my kid's screaming. What do I do? Well, as you can imagine, I can't look in your ear when you are in Kenya and I am in Texas, right? But there is this lovely travel otoscope, oh. which I have oh, here. Wow. Um, this is one of the initial versions. It's called Dr. Mom. Uh, you will see this anytime we're on planes with the little kids. Mm-hmm. I will be taking this with me and I teach my parents for what they're looking for 
so they can describe it back to me. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, there's little so for this, adults too. Mm-hmm. So there is a pediatric one, which is still on it because I was looking at my kids here at the house the other day, and then an adult speculum on it, and you can reuse them. So it's not the, as good as the one I'm going to use in the office, but still pretty good. There's also cameras that you can buy to look in the ear and take pictures on your like your iPhone and mm-hmm. send them back to your doctor. Those can be a little dangerous, though, because you can rupture the eardrum as you're putting oh. this little camera light that in. Scary. So we have the doctor mom that I was talking about. So the one I was going to talk about that we're getting ready to start carrying at the office is called Nonagon, mm-hmm. and it actually has a stethoscope. A microphone with it. It has a light that's set up that gets a great picture of the tonsils. Wow. So fabulous when you're traveling, you're not sure if it's strep throat. And it has an otoscope that takes a picture into an app so the doctor can truly see what it is. It's a way better view of the inner ear than my little doctor mom otoscope that is. That is awesome. So, and it takes your heart rate, your temperature, and your pulse ox. So Fabulous for my traveling family. Oh my gosh, that so sounds I can diagnose an asthma attack. And I'm, I'm so excited about it. I'm excited but too. That technology sounds- is great yeah that sounds like so much peace of mind like Mm -hmm. that's one of those things that's just like when you put it in your suitcase you probably won't ever need it Mm -hmm. but if you leave it at home you're gonna have like five different times you wish you brought it you know and Mm -hmm. i think that sounds that's a genius invention and for people who are on the road all the time definitely some peace of mind with your children Mm -hmm. so my next thing that i bring with me all the time this is where i know we're gonna have lots of viewers listeners that are listening to this but this is where really knowing your healthcare provider is so important because I do bring antibiotic drops. So I bring a drop that could be used in my eye or my ear. I bring ciprofloxacin typically. I am not a strong promoter of antibiotics unless they're actually needed. But if you were to get an ear infection, whether it's a swimmer's ear or a bacterial conjunctivitis, which is pink eye, which is actually rarer than people think. Most of the time it's viral, mm-hmm. not bacterial. Being able to have something is so important. So I bring something that I could actually combo and use as either, even though it's technically prescribed as only for one of the things, I know as a practitioner that I could use it for both. So that is a must for me for my swimmer's ear drops. That's awesome. Plus my numbing drops. And then if we needed oral antibiotics for an inner ear infection, I've got that. And I've got my cool camera to be able to tell if we have that or not. I can tell you all I'm scheduling an appointment to get stocked up on my travel meds with Dr. Stacy Mm -hmm. after this. Can I go? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love the conference. <laughs> so then the other big thing I worry about when we're traveling, right, is just kids being sick with just like a general cold. So I have seven. Remember, I have little kids. So I have sore throat lollipops for them. I carry um, some samples of some cough syrup. A lot of pediatric groups will have these samples of Zarbies. I love Zarbies. I do too. Um, in their um, waiting room. So it's easier to carry the Zarbies sample than it is to carry the big bottle. What's I brought a Zarbie? Both of them here. It's a homeopathic brand. It's a honey-based cough syrup, but they do have different combos of it. Like, for example, this one has English ivy on top of melatonin. So it's going to help that English ivy helps as a mucolytic, help breaking up all that mucus, whether it's Mm -hmm. in their chest or in their sinus cavity so they can get it out. And then has melatonin to help the kids sleep. Right. I don't want to give a child coating to help them sleep because they're coughing or rather give them something else. And we know that honey actually, studies have shown honey works Fabulous. It's one of my first go-tos for kids and adults before I'll do other cough syrups. Yeah, Zarbies actually makes those honey lemon cough drops. Mm-hmm. And one time when I had a cough, we tried everything. And then I, I was like totally on Google, like, okay, like what else can I try? I'd heard that before, but everybody concluded that honey works better than any of the medicines that we have for coughs. I was at the drugstore and that was the first time I saw them. They're expensive. They're like $8 for mm-hmm. a little package, but totally worth it mm-hmm. because they're just like basically discs of honey. 
and you just pop it in your mouth and it coats your throat and it works. They work amazingly. And they have a couple with like vitamin C or with lemon and different things in them, but they worked better than anything I've ever tried for a cough. Mm-hmm. So they work big fan of the Zarbi stuff. And a pro tip for anybody that's using honey-based things, make sure that you're mentally prepared that this is going to be super sweet because honey is a natural sugar. So mm-hmm. those kids may look a little hyper afterwards, plus they're feeling better. Or even though we like sugar here in America, we don't like super sweet things typically. And so a lot of kids and spit it out. Mm. So be ready and warn them that this is going to be really sweet. Just swallow it. But it is very sweet. Other cough drops I might bring. I love honey and lemon. Those are some of the two best ingredients for cough. It helps with the sore throat, but adding in echinacea. So you'll see some cough drops in here that are my favorite, the Ricola. They're in the hot pink bag is what I tell my patients because it's honey, lemon, and echinacea. Echinacea has been shown to help um, the immune system fight um, viruses. Not the flu. Elderberry actually can help the flu, but it can help with viruses. This is another thing I love about Dr. Stacy is that she is super great at combining the different kinds of medicine. There's a lot of doctors who will just immediately poo-poo on something like elderberry. I've asked doctors before, like, how do you feel elderberry? And they're like, meh. They're basically telling you it's a placebo effect or it's just, you know, a, a yummy gummy. I love being able to partner with her and really figure out like which ones are worth doing, which ones are are worthy, because obviously this is where medicine came from, echinacea and Mm -hmm. elderberry, all these things are where it all came from. It's fascinating, and and I'm not going to say this, this is actually a compliment, but it's very Dr. Quinn medicine woman in a way. (laughs) No, I mean that in the most sincere and lovely way, meaning that you really are imparting knowledge that I'm like, oh, yeah, and okay, and what is a Zarbi, and and all the things that we want to know, and y'all can tell. Mm-hmm. I have challenges with my voice and my allergies are out of control rock and roll. Mm-hmm. These are things that even though I'm not flying, I'm taking all of this in going, wow, this is how I'm going I'm to prepare to fly too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We want to get our immune system in tip top shape. It is a big immune system stressor just to be going through time changes and sleep changes and travel. Throw in being around someone else who's sick because you know what? They're not going to change their nice, expensive, you know, dream vacation just because they have a little mild cold. Yeah, they have a yeah. sniffle. Yep. Mm-mm. Which... To be frank, I probably wouldn't even either first sniffle before all this happened right. with the pandemic, right? Yeah, 100%. So it's how do we help prepare so we have a great trip once we get there, too. Other things you'll see in my bags, again, I have little kids. I always make sure and I bring my own syringe and plunger, you know, that you'll get with like your Tylenol and Advil yes. because we need to be able to give them their Zarbies. And sometimes those are not feeling good. They're not going to drink it from the cup. They're going to have to take it the old fashioned way with that syringe and plunger. Yes. And everywhere in the world doesn't always automatically mm-hmm. dispense those with children's medicine. So then you can be, be on the struggle bus. Yeah, yep. Countries definitely do that way differently yes. from each other. Let's see. I do have some also some sore throat lozenges in here. Again, just enough to get us for a few days. And then I have one of my other little favorites that my kids really like too. Um, Because most of the time, it's just the snot won't come out. Right. Right. So I am a, like I told you, a mom to a whole bunch of babies. So you won't see me going anywhere without my... No, no Sprita. Snot sucker. The snot sucker. Bom, bom, bom. So everywhere, I will bring that nose Sprita and, of course, the I think I saline. literally have, like, four of them. Oh, oh, totally. I have, like, one in a suitcase, one in the kitchen, one in the nursery. Like, I'm prepared. Totally. And it's very important to have multiples yes. and to make sure you have a good one before a trip. So my complaint to the nose Sprita company is that the plastic does get loose mm-hmm. from each other. Mm-hmm. And those kits can rip it apart and the snot yeah. goes flying everywhere. Or the straw fine. doesn't make good suction. 
position where it connects right there. Mm-hmm. So you always want to make sure that you have a, a nice one, one yes. on the trip. Yeah, It's got to be your favorite snot sucker. Uh, absolute favorite one. Because, again, <laughs> illness just ruins any vacation. True. And then you need your saline spray because you got to get that snot nice and moistened. So mm-hmm. my favorite tip for parents whenever they're using their snot sucker is it is gross. It's gross when I do someone else's kid. It's not gross when I do my own kid. But it is gross. But that saline, you let it sit there. Yeah. You let it sit there like a minute or two before you suck that snot. Let it actually get in there, loosen up all the edges of those boogers so they can come out easier. Mm-hmm. And if you do it one time and they don't come out, well, it's still stuck in there. Yeah. Just spray them again and do it again. But it's better if you get it the first time because Rinse there's less and kicking and screaming. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know about your kids, but my kids are at the point where they will bring me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The nose Frida, because they know they're going to feel so much better. Yeah, we do the nose Frida, and then as soon as they're big enough, we switch to the Dr. What is it? Neil? Mm-hmm. Dr. Neil, the squeeze, mm-hmm. the squeeze rinse. And Jameson will do it to himself. I mean, mm-hmm. he started doing it when he was probably like five or six. He would do it to himself, and he would whine about doing it, but then he would start asking for it. He'd, he didn't want to do it, but he knew that it helped. So mm-hmm. he would say like, Mom, can you rinse out my nose? You know, and so even when we do the nose Frida, I carry the big saline, like mm-hmm. the big pressurized one. I will rinse their nose just like you do with the sinus rinse. And so I will rinse it and let it run out the other side both ways before I even get the nose Frida out. So, I mean, I make a giant mess. It's gross, but it's like, listen, let's if we're doing it, let's do let's it. Get it yeah, let's get it out. And then they're going to feel so. better. They're going to sleep better. They're not going to yes. cough. They're not going to get that ear infection because right. they're not going to have snot that's stuck behind in that inner ear. So mm-hmm. million percent. Totally agree with it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, and then my husband's an asthmatic, so we'll always bring an inhaler with us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and my son doesn't even have asthma, but mm-hmm. one time we were on a plane and he was doing this irritated barking cough for like, I don't know what reason. I don't know if it was like somebody's perfume. He was obviously reacting to mm-hmm. something and we got off the plane. He was still doing it. And so luckily I had an inhaler and we did because it, it sounded like an asthma cough and mm-hmm. we did one puff and he stopped coughing. So it was like, sometimes you have to do what you have to do, you know, so it was good to have. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Dr. Stacey doesn't recommend randomly trying it, but. We knew the people in our family have asthma, so. Breathing's important, though. Yeah, so I'm okay important. if you do one puff in there. Yeah. And, and you know that kids don't, if kids don't know how to use an inhaler, they're not always good oh. at it. So I'm sure he didn't get that much, but well, it was Which was going to be my next pro oh, tip yes. for you. So those asthmatics out there, mm-hmm. you should be using a spacer on your inhaler. Yep. A spacer takes a lot of space when you're I know. packing. It's yep. a spacer. It's a space I filler. I have a spacer and it does take up a lot of space. So I'm always like iffy don't about whether pack to bring it. it. Instead, when you are traveling, if you need to use it, use the toilet paper roll. Ah, oh, genius. What's genius. a spacer? I have asthma. I have no clue. So, so remember when I was telling you you weren't using your inhaler right? Yes. Um, when you were using it in Italy? It helps kids because, you know, you have to time it where you, like, breathe all your air out and then you suck it in. Uh-huh. And you can't get a kid to go, <gasps> at the same time that you puff it all the time like you should. And yes. so this controls the medicine in the space so you can squirt it into there and then they can breathe it in at their own, you That's know. It's actually not even why you use it. Really? That is a piece for kids. Mm-hmm. But the real reason that everybody should use a spacer, oh, everyone should everybody use it? should be using a spacer, kids. right? I did too as a kid. No, everybody should use okay. it because it you want it to be aerosolized. Mm-hmm. 
Um, once it's aerosolized, then you can actually get it into the finer trees, right? Think of your lungs as like an upside down piece of broccoli, mm-hmm. right? You got these little fine little particles at the end. If it's in its big droplets, it won't diffuse as far mm. in. So allowing it to have time to enter into the outer air and become finer particles, it can actually get deeper. So could you use less puffs that way in theory? Yep. Because I was always told that every time I use an inhaler, I should use two puffs. We should. Because sometimes I feel like when you're doing it, because they also told me that don't wait till you need it. Like mm-hmm. if you feel it, go ahead and do it because then you need less medicine. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if I could maybe get away with one puff sometimes if I can get it well in there, you know. You might, you might. Uh, but it's about how much medication is actually in the puff. Mm-hmm. So two puffs is generally the inappropriate amount of medication. Now, if we were doing a nebulizer for the asthmatics out there, I also don't carry, even though my husband has is an asthmatic, I don't take a nebulizer. They right are really though. big. They, are, mm-hmm. they actually make much smaller ones now, but I they're still heavy. Yeah. They're heavy, so weight is an issue. When you're carry-on only, they're still big, even the little ones. Eight puffs is one nebule. Okay. So oh, that's great to know. Mm-hmm. Well, where do you get the spacer and what is the space? A toilet paper roll. So you're just, the goal is you're trying to space it from your mouth. So, so you're letting it aerosolize roll. more. Yep, paper towel would be even better if you had a paper towel roll. But obviously yeah. your hotel room doesn't have a paper towel roll, but a toilet paper would. Or you take a paper towel roll and squish it up and put it in your suitcase and then make it a roll again and that's your spacer. But you can just get them at the pharmacy if you want one at home. If you right? really want one, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need a prescription for a spacer. Yeah, you just ask for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is And they're so a little cool. piece of fancy yeah, plastic they, like, that fit attaches. around the. Yeah. little squirter thing and then it has a little thing to suck on the other but side. if we're going to be Dr. Quinn medicine woman here, that's Paper what you're going to do. That's what yeah. she would do. That's what she would do. Well, you, yes. could be, you could be Dr. Quinn or you could be Claire Frazier from Outlander. Okay, Claire Frazier's <laughs> even cooler. I mean, cooler. she was pretty cool and clever with things she did too. So if we're going to, if we're going <laughs> to pick characters. You are so spot on. You really are. <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite parts of Outlander. Honestly, like I read it like 20 years ago when it, before it was a movie and show and all that. But I loved, I was fascinated with how they tied in that part of her knowledge with what she recreated when she went back in time to figure out how she can make penicillin. I don't know if you've read the books or Uh -uh. not. Uh, And they don't go into it nearly as much on this show. But in the book, they talk about how she grew mold, a whole bunch of different kind of molds because she's trying to figure and her husband helped her make helped her make a little microscope so that she could figure out which one it was so that she could create penicillin and use it to treat people. And so it was really interesting to hear how the author like tied her knowledge into her being able to use it Mm -hmm. and actually help people with things that were way above her time or before her time. So well, then I should be her because she sounds way cooler. She's very cool. You're We're like totally her. taking the Dr. Quinn moniker away. You are now Claire Frazier. Claire <laughs> Frazier. Well, on my trip, I don't know about you ladies, but again, constipation just ruins the trip because part of traveling to me is the food and the drinks, not That's just right. the adventure. Oh, yeah. It's the food and the drinks make up half of my fun. So I always bring stuff for myself and my kids. Like I told you, my little red white pill is a stool softener. But girl, what do you see here? I carry those in my suitcase, too. <laughs> Miralax. So that's my emergency backup. Yes. But being a good mom, I can't let the kids be deprived. So I also bring oh, packs of prunes. So these aren't even juice. These are actual just puree. Oh, like puree. Yeah. yeah. Like squeezable yeah. prunes. Yep. So I will always bring prunes with me, too. If you're going to carry it in your carry-on, they are under four ounces. Mm-hmm. They're 3.5 ounces. So you can carry them. We're going to get a pat down for carrying it on. I was going to say, technically, you're allowed to carry it even if it's over the 3.4, if it's for the baby. If the baby's one with you, be enough. careful with that, true, too. True, true. Yeah. We've done that wrong. Mm. So make sure you go together through security. But <laughs> So we'll always bring that with us, too, because... Some kid is going to get constipated. Yes, we carry the Miralax because one of my kids has had big time problems with it when we were out of town before that almost 
required an ER visit. So we Ooh. definitely carry the Miralax packets just like that. Because mm-hmm. Miralax comes in like giant containers. Mm-hmm. And then I was like pouring it in snack size Ziplocs, but mm-hmm. it's suspicious because it's like white powder. Yeah. And then I finally found the Miralax packets and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, life changing right Which, here. Same thing. These are samples that Miralax sends us at our clinic. Oh, nice. So, and I'll tell you, these are probably expired. This is good doctor advice. Oh, totally expired. <laughs> Is it going to work in a pinch? Better than nothing. Yes. And if I I don't have prunes, if I can't always find the prunes, I also will buy pear juice. That works really well when we're traveling. Mm -hmm. And pineapple. And pineapple, Mm -hmm. yeah. But pear has been the easiest to find in Europe. I can see that, Um, yeah. I can always find some pear juice, even like a gas station or something. I can Mm -hmm. find like little bottles of pear juice, and that has been a lifesaver at times also. Yeah. And on the flip side. Yes. I bring Imodium. Oh, yeah. So I am not a fan as, of Imodium as a doctor, if mm-hmm. you ask any of my patients. So I actually get the pediatric Imodium. Imodium's goal is to slow things, not stop them up. But people often use it to the point where it stops them up. And now I'm having to use my other mm-hmm. medications we've discussed to fix the constipation you just created with your Imodium. So we will do the lowest dose. But you can see it's an unopened bottle. This is really important for travel for me. Yes. Is I bring brand new bottles of liquids so that they don't make a big mess. Like... Mm-hmm. Here I brought one Ziploc bag of stuff with me. Normally my liquids are in mo- smaller bags, so if one does explode, it's not as bad to clean up. Yeah, I do but try to take a brand new one, too. I always try, yeah. But as soon as my kids have teeth, then I often switch to the chewable of everything that I can. It's not always easy to find, but the chewable Benadryl, the chewable acetaminophen, the chewable ibuprofen that they have for kids comes in one tiny little like bottle, like an adult one, which mm-hmm. is amazing because that saves so much liquid space. That is a great mom tip. I don't have that aged kid yet, and that is a fabulous mom tip that I will definitely do. The Benadryl they do in melts for babies, though. Hmm. They have melt tablets. So you don't have to carry the liquid Benadryl. Hmm. I'll have to look for those next time. It's helpful. Target has them. If you look at the only thing that's actually open in this bottle, it is the, Benadryl. the Benadryl. Every single trip, it ends up being oh, used yes. for some reason or another every single trip so agree i prefer children's benadryl is that weird as an adult um no because it's really the same dosing you know depending on size i'm going to have you do like 6.25 milligrams versus an adult is 25 milligrams right and again that comes with that having that relationship with your doctor of this is what's going on how often can i take it what's the max dose that i can take so i feel like the liquid one when you really need it feels like it works faster it does because it's getting absorbed through the mucosal in the mouth. So the chewable is going to get absorbed faster too mm-hmm. because some of it's going to get absorbed in the mouth versus the gut. And the pill is primarily going to be in the gut. So it's going to be about 15 to 20 minutes for onset versus your liquid typically is going to be more like 10 to 15. Yeah. So if you're carrying it for reactions, I always try to have liquid around mm-hmm. like a small bottle like that because if you need it for like urgent stuff, then mm-hmm. the liquid or the chewable are better. Mm-hmm. And doing the liquid, it's easier to do smaller amounts versus in, I do have Benadryl pills somewhere in one of these bags. I do always carry, I am an EpiPen carrier personally, so you will never, I have Benadryl in my wallet. Like I have Benadryl everywhere. It is easier to get a smaller dose in the liquid. So if you don't want to make the kid too drowsy, Mm -hmm. you can also just give them a little touch, Mm -hmm. just having a runny nose. So I don't carry Zyrtec for my kids because I only take Benadryl and I just give them a smaller dose of it. Okay, that's good to know. That's good. And then as you talked about other liquids, the Advil. Of course, always Advil and Tonal. I normally try and pick one or the other. Which one do you pick? Advil. Me too. Totally. (laughs) It works better. It works, but I fully agree with you. And then it's got its anti-inflammatory properties. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be better for when your neck hurts because you slept wrong on it. Exactly. Yeah. My last handy things that I'm going to put on here, and I know we probably don't have the time for me to go through everything. I did bring a pill bottle to go over that there's certain times I'm going to bring medications with me. And I, as a doctor, do my best to try and make it the few amount of prescription medications you're going to bring so I can use 
that medicine for potentially three different things. Okay. And so I'll tell you exactly what to take based on what I sent you with, but I can treat a UTI or I can treat a GI bug or whatever, a sinusitis. Like I try and multitask with my antibiotics. But then for a female, Diflucan. Yes. Yeast infection. That's really so good taking idea. one Diflucan is way easier than taking a pill of, you know, mm-hmm. any of the over-the-counter antifungal medications. But skin. I want to talk mm-hmm. about skin. Kids are always getting hurt. Wound care, that's easy. Variety of Band-Aids. Take your Neosporin or Upiracin if you want to get the, a better little prescription version if your family has a MRSA problem. If you know what that is, you know what that is. <laughs> Otherwise, I always take a little steroid with me for that weird rash. But I always will bring a little steroid with me, not just over-the-counter hydrocortisone, because if I'm needing to treat something when I'm away, it's a big thing. But my favorite thing to take, have you heard of this? No. Calmoceptine. What is that? So this is an over-the-counter ointment. Think of it like a um, butt paste, okay. but even better. Oh, nice. So this is like my, you know, my, my big fat Greek wedding where Windex fixes oh, yes. everything. This is everything. my Windex. So if a kid walks up with a rash, a bug bite, you don't, I don't know, this goes on it. And if it's still there in a few hours, then I care. Most of the time it's gone in a few oh, nice. hours when I put this on. Well, I'm getting so, some of that. Yes, this is fabulous. And they normally sell it in a big tube. So at our house, you'll see the big tube. And then, mm-hmm. of course, this is a little sample tube that I was able to find at some point. But I am not ashamed. If it's a long trip, I'll take the big tube over. We so. talked about the Band-Aids, but I also have recently added to my repertoire the blister Band-Aids. Yeah, hydrocolloidal. And that's going to help with healing a yes. lot faster, too. Yes. yes. So when you're walking a lot, like most of my tours in Europe, you know, it's tons of walking. So I keep those in my backpack and mm-hmm. I regularly hand them out. Mm-hmm. And they work so much better because they really cushion the place that's getting the blister mm-hmm. at the same time that they're helping the blister heal faster. Because it's just once you get a blister, you know, then all week you're like just struggling with it when you're walking and you only have limited amount of shoes because you packed light or whatever. So having those gel band-aids that they actually stay on for three or four days oh, yeah, minimum. Fabulous. Yes. Yeah. And they cushion it and when the band-aid comes off, usually the blister is completely gone. So I'm a huge fan of those. And typically they're waterproof too. Yes. So if you need to go into the pool or anything. Yeah. yeah if you stay Showers, in the water extensively, they don't stay on very well. But mm-hmm. for short term water they work great. And then moleskin. That's not something I put in here, but when we're walking a lot, mm-hmm. I'll use moleskin along with a glide balm. Yes. I love the glide balms so those, too. Those people on their Disney World trips. Mm-hmm. Don't forget your glide bomb to go in between your thighs, mm-hmm. especially the kids, because then they'll get that heat rash oh, it's in between horrible. their thighs, and they're just horribly uncomfortable. So yeah. that's a must. Now, the one here is a for her. I would not recommend getting that one. It's the exact same thing as the for him. It's just the <laughs> color of it. Yes. Because your boys may not want to put that on because it says for her, mom, but it's yeah. not. So other than that, I always bring scissors because they're going to be used on everything, mm-hmm. but especially if I'm trying to like cut Band-Aids or, um, you know, kind of patched together some kind of wound care kit, I always need my scissors. I should bring scissors because I just use nail clippers an unreasonable amount. Mm-hmm. So I have nail clippers. This is <laughs> yeah. always in my bag. I, it's, people make fun of me. I'm like, it's probably the most used thing that I take is this pair of safety scissors. Makes but I, I take my nail clippers. I take my tweezers because there's always a bee stinger that yes. needs to come out. Or a splinter. Mm-hmm. And then my Q-tips because I always need my Q-tips yes. to put back on. Okay. I've got one more pro tip for travel for you. Okay. So when you're going on those long trips and you're out in the middle of nowhere, and especially when you have evenings where you want to go out and do stuff, I love a product called Arnicare. Oh, yes. You heard of this? I have. So Arnicare is, again, a homeopathic product. It's based on its plants, right, that makes it up. It helps a lot with muscle pain, stiffness, and so it can really help relax everything when you've been out walking all day, when you put on your calf muscles or on your shoulders when you've been carrying your kids. One well, of my favorite is when you get bruises. 
It's going to help break down that bruise really quickly so you don't have the pain from the bruise and you can go about your day much faster. Yes, that's a good one to carry. I use it at home. I have it at home, but I've never thought to bring it Mm -hmm. and use it for the soreness. So I like that tip. That's a good one. So I definitely wrote on my list for sure Benadryl. I have Benadryl stashed everywhere too. It has come in handy for so many different things. Obviously, if anybody's having allergies or reaction, it helps when people are having jet lag or struggling with sleeping so that if you need a little help sleeping on the plane or a little help sleeping when you get to the destination, you can do it, like she was saying, a small dose. So you're not trying to like totally drug yourself and mess up your sleep cycle. But if you just need to get over the edge of like, I just can't fall asleep when you're off of your schedule, we use it for that. And we have also used it because it helps with nausea. We've used it for motion sickness, so it comes in handy for a lot of different uses. So I am never without my Benadryl. That is a fabulous tip because Dramamine is Benadryl. Right. There are three types of Dramamine, but one of them is Benadryl. Really, even if it didn't help with your nausea, if it knocks your kid out, they're not throwing up. So either way, you're winning. (laughs) So we've been on a boat that we didn't expect to need it before, and we gave both the little kids Benadryl, and they were passed out on the bench, and they made it through without throwing up because... The dads were throwing up, so we needed we needed no one else to be throwing up. So it was just perfect to save us in that moment. And Band-Aids are always in everywhere. The same thing. It's a mom thing. You always have to have Band-Aids, but extra when you're walking a lot in Europe and when you have 17 clients with you, someone always needs a Band-Aid. In different sizes. That's yes. really important to yes, think about. Yes, all different sizes. Now. For knee scrapes or for like a tiny finger poke, you know, those kinds of things. The bee sting. Should we talk about Band-Aid favorite brands real quick? Sure. I think this is actually really important because as you talked about the hydrocolloid mm-hmm. ones, there are some Band-Aids that are just better than others. This is my favorite brand. Oh, Welly. I Welly. tried that one. They stay on. Okay. So you'll have a Band-Aid on for days, which matters because yes. if you have kids taking off their Band-Aids, mm-hmm. you can get worn out of Band-Aids. You need one that's going to stay on them. Love that. And you can see this is one of the hydrocolloid nice. ones. Nice. Okay. So. Fabulous. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of the hydrocolloid. I had not tried it, and my cousin, who's my travel buddy, she had one and gave it to me for my foot. And I was like, oh, my, this is, like, life-changing. Where has this been my whole life? So I had some new sandals, and they're just rubbing this spot, and it's just, just enough to make you uncomfortable. But once it starts hurting, you just fight with it the whole time. So putting that on there, I never had to worry again. So love those Band-Aids and the blister Band-Aids. I definitely always bring an antibiotic cream like Neosporin. And I bring hydrocortisone type of medicine, and I also use that for a ton of things. So obviously we use it for any kind of bug bites or skin irritation, rashy type things, but it also is amazing to take the heat out of a sunburn. That's something that a lot of people don't realize they can use it for, but if you're having that just that heat feeling of the sunburn that's really uncomfortable, doing that usually makes it feel better overnight. You know what else will help? What? Mustard. Mustard. Plain old yellow mustard. Nice. So if you can get that. Might not be able to find it in all hotels, but some hotels probably have some mustard packets. But I never knew the hydrocortisone one until I got a really bad sunburn just on the top of my shoulders where like everything was always touching. And I put hydrocortisone in it. By the morning, the heat is gone. And so it can definitely shorten the discomfort for that and be really helpful. And another thing I didn't realize you could use it for is for chafing. So if you didn't use your glide gel and you have chafing on your legs, especially with your kids and the beach and the sand and the swimsuits, it happens a lot. With little kids, hydrocortisone will take the irritation and that burning awful feeling out of the rash. So hydrocortisone is also always in all of my bags. I have multiple tubes everywhere. I buy it by like the six pack on Amazon. So and anything that I can do that has multi purposes, I love so that I can carry less things. I usually also carry a Z-Pack type of antibiotic. That is a great choice that I normally put in my list because I can cover ears, throats, sinuses, Mm -hmm. and lungs. I was going to say, that's one I have to have with me. Yeah. Yes. Now, Z-Packs have a lot of resistance out there, so it's not the 
perfect choice of an antibiotic, but in terms of amount of antibiotics I could take it, it's a great one. Yeah, I figure that it might not always be the perfect antibiotic, but usually it'll at least make a difference until I can get some additional mm-hmm. help. It gives me a couple of days if the doctor says, you know, you should change. I have a solution available. Mm-hmm. And dosing-wise, it's easier, too, to right. send one dose of the pills and being able to break that down for kids a lot easier than some of the others. Mm-hmm. If I am carrying pills, they have tiny little pocket pill cutters, which mm-hmm. are really, really helpful. I like to carry those so that if I'm breaking down any of those pills, I can cut it and feel safe that I'm doing an accurate job. We also bring the saline rinse. I definitely bring the nose Frida for the kids, but I bring that Neil Med sinus rinse bottle with the, the salt packets everywhere we go. Getting off the airplane, I feel like it's so important after you fly to rinse your nose, the germs that could be living in your nose and might embed themselves. So I'm all about rinsing the noses. For those that don't know what Neil Med is, their famous product is a neti pot. Yes. So she's talking about the neti rinse, which actually works better than the neti pot. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend the neti rinse too. Yes, I'm all about it. We actually talked about it recently and Sam and I, the sound engineer in unison, said life-changing. <laughs> like legitimately changed my life. I used to be one of those people who every time I had allergies or any type of irritation, I just had the worst sore throat. My throat hurt, like wake you up crying kind of sore throat. So when I finally started trying this, which I was not excited about, it sounds terrible to like squirt salt water up your nose. Yeah. Like you're going to drown. And let it come out the side. you're going to like drown yourself and you're like, why would I do that? But then you do it and you're like, oh my gosh, my life (laughs) has changed. So I freaking love that thing. And pro tip, I thought that it would, in America, you can buy it at any pharmacy, Walmart, Target, wherever. You can buy the little packets. And I also have like five of the bottles because I've had to buy them multiple times when I didn't pack them and I can't live without it. And so I was in Italy and I went to the, I went to probably 20 pharmacies and nobody had the packets. Mm. And I finally went to a pharmacy that had homeopathic, they had a separate homeopathic desk. So it was like a big pharmacy in Bologna. One side was a homeopathic pharmacist and the other side was like the regular pharmacist. And they sent me to the other desk and that guy was like, oh yeah, I got some. He was, and I was like, I can't believe how hard it was to find these. It's considered homeopathic. Yeah. I know, but it's... And I couldn't believe it. And he was like, he was like, honestly, we don't do as much homeopathic stuff in Italy as we should. So I'm really glad that you're using this. This is a great product. And I was like, you have saved my life because I was about to have to get like table salt or something. I don't know what I was going to do. So I didn't want to do that. But I was like, I, my throat was killing me. So Pro tip, please don't do don't that. Don't do it. I'm, I'm being dramatic. <laughs> but I was don't getting desperate. Don't put table salt in your nitty I was so. getting desperate and thinking about it. Because <laughs> I was like, where can I get a sinus packet? So... <laughs> If you're going somewhere that you're not sure sells them, definitely pack enough. My husband makes fun of me because now I bring like a giant bag of them because I'm not risking running out. So I'm going to have them. I also take a little bottle of rubbing alcohol. So sometimes like I'll empty out like one of those mouthwash bottles, those little tiny travel ones, and I pour rubbing alcohol in it. You can use it to clean wounds. I also use it after swimming if your water is stuck in your ear. And you can get the water to evaporate. That's a great one. And you can miss, not that this is easy to do when you're traveling, but half rubbing alcohol and half white vinegar. The white Mm -hmm. vinegar will actually act as an antibacterial. Oh, nice. And so it can help prevent that ear infection and treat a lot of swimmer's ears. Oh, that's very Mm -hmm. good to know. I'm definitely doing, I can mix that in my mouthwash Mm -hmm. bottle. You could. So yeah, I do that um, because when it gets stuck in your ear and you just can't get it out, if you just pour a little rubbing alcohol, it makes it evaporate and you can move on with your life without the fussing from the kids. I sometimes bring vitamins. It depends how long the trip is. If it's a short trip, sometimes I substitute like just some airborne gummies because I feel like that covers a lot of the vitamins that I would in the dosages that I would usually take when I'm traveling and it makes things a little bit simpler and more streamlined. But like if I'm going to be gone for a month then I pack our normal vitamins that we would normally take and eye drops. And then we already talked about that I do the Miralax packets. So definitely a lot of overlap. 
but it's fun. It's fun to compare notes. Well, I don't travel with the rubbing alcohol. That's for sure. Do you ever have problems with it evaporating when you travel? I've always wondered about that. If you get a good enough seal, no, like the it... mouthwash bottle is made for alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, those oh, ones, those that's are without true because there would be some yeah. in the listerine. And so it seals really well. So like if you use a regular travel bottle, it does evaporate. So that is the pro trip. It needs to be yes. a mouthwash bottle. Just get a little has... scope from Target. And pour it 59 out. Fifty nine cents. Pour it out. Refill it with your rubbing alcohol, and it, it lasts forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never have to refill it. So. That's my pro tip of the day for all of you. This session was just packed with pro tips. <laughs> I don't know how many your normal have, but <laughs> I finally just got quiet to listen to you guys roll. It was amazing. That's why I'm like, this is going to be longer than any of our shows typically, but it's going to be one of our best because this is so informative. Packed with helpful info. It truly, truly is. And, you know, it's funny. Y'all talked about uh, the Dr. Neil Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it. The sinus, the sinus mess. You told me about it, but Sam, our wonderful producer and engineer, got one for me, and I'm still getting used to it. So we're going to, yeah. especially it's got a learning today. curve. There's definitely yes. a learning curve for it. And I will say now, I know you didn't bring all yours in today like I did. Mm-hmm. Like, if we look at the amount, especially once the kids are older and I can get rid of some of the liquid stuff and switch over to just pills, it's really like we're talking about a lot of stuff. This is not a lot of space right. that's taken in our suitcases. I'm traveling no, with six to not. seven people every time I travel. Mm-hmm. You're traveling with four. This is not that much space. Right. And we have covered almost everything we could need pretty much. So Yeah. Your little bag, just for those that can't see right now, is about the size of, I would say, an iPad carrier. Yeah, yeah, for a iPad Mini. Even. Yeah, iPad I would say Mini. iPad Mini. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not big, and it's. I'm literally going. I'm going to Target because I know me too. And I'm going to find mine. Uh-huh. I, I totally want, want one, and I'm going to get Welly band aids, and I'm going to get more Benadryl. <laughs> oh, Welly band aids have changed our world at our house. Oh, I can't even believe that. Do they sell those at Target? Target and Costco. Okay. okay. Costco sells a big metal tin with an organizer in oh, them. Oh, nice. Which, again, well, lots I am of going kids. To Costco tomorrow. So. <laughs> Love it. I'm saying the welly could be life-changing for me. I'm a swimmer. Mm -hmm. And Curad and Band-Aid, I'm not making fun of you. You have a great product, and it works for some things, but it never stays on in the pool. Never. Well, and I wash my hands all day long at work. And if I use the Band-Aids that I actually do like, that we buy nicer Band-Aids for our office, and I I like them. But I can't wash my hands more than three to four times without the Band-Aid falling off. These wellies stay on. I think the fabric ones stay on the best, but then they get wet and stay wet. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, super annoying. Mm -hmm. So this kind of the sealable hydrocolloid ones, they don't absorb water and feel annoying and wet all day. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, this has literally been one of the most interesting shows that we've had. And Dr. Stacey Benson, I hope you will come back. In fact, I'd love to come back. You you don't have a choice. You're coming back. (laughs) And listeners, if you have questions for travel and medicine, we would love for you guys to submit some questions that we can ask Dr. Stacey next time. Amazon. Is that a great place to buy a lot of this stuff? You know, I bet you could buy a good chunk of it on Amazon, that's for sure, outside the stuff for the compounded pharmacy. I personally have not bought it there, but I am sure it is. I buy everything on Amazon, so I'm pretty sure you can get it. I'm a Target pickup girl. Oh, so. yeah. I'm both. Yeah, I'm a 90% Amazon, 10% Target person. I'm like ambidextrous on that one. <laughs> I, I like them both. Love Ladies, it. this was a fabulous show. Thank you so much, Dr. Stacy Benson, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We're glad to have you. And Leah, as usual, great show. Thanks, and happy adventuring. Bye, y'all. Thanks for being part of the Flip Flop Experience. Make sure to subscribe and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Flip Flops and Adventures. 